Welcome to Cursed, a bi-weekly podcast that investigates the liminal spaces, from everyday witchcraft to the haunted and the phantasmic. Hang out with us as we explore our personal experiences with the unknown and celebrate our craft. Episode, take two. What do you mean? <laughs> well, this is episode thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we? What were you gonna call it? Um. Um. No. No. <laughs> but do we ever? <laughs> no. Um. We do have patron shoutouts to do. Okay. Um. Let's go ahead and do it. Well, we'll think of it. Okay. So for patron shoutouts, uh, in our hanks we have Tori Tamara, Rachel the Pickety Witch. Corian Lane of New World Witchery, Alyssa, Joanne, Aaron, Melissa D, Cindy Brandon of Keeping Her Keys, and Dakota. And our poltergeist level, uh, we have Randy, Temple, Alex, Faith, Luna, Melissa S, Heather, Aviel, Jessica, and Sydney. Uh, and then you guys are super, super special because you get a personalized tarot reading from me every month. So if you guys are interested in that, definitely think about signing up for our Patreon. Um, for just 10 bucks a month, you get a personalized tarot reading, um, access to extra episodes that are like... Decals. Yeah, like all kinds of stuff. Um, more stuff coming down eventually. And then $5, you get the decal and the shout outs. Mm-hmm. And then a dollar, you get all the bonus stuff. Um, we don't shout you out, but we still love you. Like, don't think that we don't. And we just started sharing, uh, like, research notes and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Um, so this is our Valentine's Day episode is when it's going to come out. <laughs> um, so this is all about love. So people are talking. A little bit. Talking about people. Talking about people. <laughs> oh my Let's give them something to talk about. Oh, bitch. They, I always a, give them something to talk about. I yeah. got pink-ass hair, man. <laughs> well, let's talk about love today. Mm. And... You're our resident love witch. Sort of. (laughs) No, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. (laughs) It's not me. I mean, you have seen The Love Witch, the movie, right? No. No? (laughs) No. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Okay, well, it's in my list to do. It's fucking great. I don't want to. I don't want to say any more because you haven't seen anything, and I don't want to spoil anything for anybody else. But I think you'd like it. I'm sure I would. It's very good. So no spoilers for that, but we're going to spoil your Valentine's Day right now (laughs) or make it better. Make it better. I think we're going to make it better. Um, And then what? This comes out this Friday and then Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, Saturday, we'll be at Oddities hanging out. Mm -hmm. We won't have a booth this year, but maybe next year. Uh, But we have our good friend Rachel. Rachel will be there. Rachel. 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 (laughs) Rachel the The pockety (laughs) with. Just kidding. Rachel the Pickety Witch will be there. So go see her. um, And we'll be there uh, walking around and shopping. Yeah. Buying cool stuff. And we have a giveaway coming up because we are past 6,666 downloads. But we did hit it. And if you saw that, we're going to have a cool giveaway. We've been talking about all the stuff that's going to be in there. 
it'll be worth the effort to shamelessly promote and share us with yeah. people who don't want to be tagged and stuff, but you'll do it because you love us. Oh, yeah. And you want this cool swag. You want the cool swag. Yeah. Um, so Because we're probably going to be shopping for cool shit yeah. during oddities. Yeah. Maybe so. we'll get a Rachel pin in there. Ooh, that would be awesome. Yeah. We should get a Rachel pin. Yeah. Her most satanic pin ever. I love the baby goat pin. Yeah, that's the most That's satanic. my favorite one, yeah. Um, yeah, a baby goat pin. Thanks, Rachel. Um, we'll pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, love magic, glamour yeah. magic. Yeah. Um, this is the redo slash remix because we recorded it, but it's like, our hearts weren't in it. No, my heart wasn't in it. I was not having a good day. But today's not been a good day either, so... <laughs> well, you know, it has to happen eventually. It has to happen. So, instead of love spells, this is going to be all about curses. No, um... <laughs> I have to completely redo my notes. Uh, well, but we'll go we'll with do your notes. that episode and then, next. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll put these notes up on Patreon so you can read them and get all into it. Fuck yeah. Um, so, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with love magic or do we want to start with glamour magic? Well, I think everybody's here for the love magic. Okay, that's um, fair. I mean, it's like one of the most sought requested after. like fields of magic there is. Yeah, so, money, mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. and then cursing. Fuck yeah. That's all you need to know. I'm all about all three of those things. I'm all right. about that life. And they don't have to be in that order. No. So, uh, and last time we talked about what you did not hear... Uh, we'll get into about like how we'll talk about that area of feeling like you're manipulating somebody, mm-hmm. but like, that's not what we're promoting, but I mean, fuck it, whatever you want to do. Yeah. We're not saying like, oh, I'm going to make this person cause we feel like there's blowback, but in its mm-hmm. simplest form, a love spell as we see it mm-hmm. would be kind of like, correct me if I'm wrong, trying to gain the attention or yeah. the interest um, not by forcibly like making them wake up one day and be like, that's all I can think about, but also you being the only thing they can think about. I mean, honestly, if you're a witch, they're probably already thinking about you a lot anyway. Yeah. So yeah, it happens. Yeah. But as the way I see it, a lot of love spells and a lot of glamour magic is like very like senpai, please notice me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it seriously it is. is. Yes. And it's just. It's about taking that initial attraction, if there is one, and sort of fanning the flames and building upon what's already there. Because the way that I see it, there's, I don't, I don't see a lot of, like, gray area for, like, you can't just magic feelings into somebody. There has to be a spark of something. That you're going to try to, like, um, stoke. Yeah. So, like, if it's not there... Your spell ain't gonna work. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, don't, yeah, it shit happens. You can sweeten somebody, which we'll talk about, but yeah. you can't make them feel for you. But you can amplify it. Oh, totally. And you can like sort of needle your way in there, and like you know, just like like when you're trying to start a fire, and you have that initial spark that you finally got because you've been you know um, rubbing that piece of flint. No, no, <laughs> no pun intended. I mean, yeah. I mean. No I mean, shame. sometimes you have to rub your own flint until, <laughs> <laughs> until, until somebody else can yeah. start a fire for you. And then you got to blow on it a little bit. I mean, you just gotta you gotta blow right. on the kindling just gently. Don't enough. spit on it. Don't spit on it. Don't you, spit on no. it. No, it has to be going pretty well before you yeah, can spit on you gotta, it. You gotta you gotta wait a little bit for that. 
I mean, but you gotta you gotta feed it a little oxygen and kind of gently coax it to, to to like a bigger flame and then give it some more to feed on. So it's, but you can't do that if you don't have that initial spark. Right. And you just got a pile of twigs and some newspaper. And you expect it to just start fire? No, you have to do no. something. Yeah. Um, and like when you said needle in, it's like weave in. Like you're the parasite now, and you're trying to infect their brain and yeah. like make a little uh, cyst that can never be removed without <laughs> killing the patient. But I mean, the beginnings of that cyst was already there. That's what I'm arguing is that the beginnings of that cyst was already there. You already you're had just, worms. You already yeah. had the parasite. You're just. Finding. feeding it okay yeah. yeah you're just feeding it and making it grow yeah 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 until that's exactly you know it, it eats is. away their entirety of their brain right and then nobody wants a love zombie like right no right <laughs> i mean some people might I mean, but i mean like don't try to do a spell where you're trying to make somebody love you that doesn't I don't because know, sometimes it could be convenient yeah yeah <laughs> well okay and then we'll get into glamour because glamour is kind of like a manipulation of desire or the amplification of desire, yeah. depending on how you want to use it. Yeah. And see, that's why I wanted to do these together, too, is because there's a lot of overlap between love magic and glamour magic, because a lot of times they're in the same vein. And it's all about that sort of perception and making someone notice you more and making someone see you a little bit differently. So there's a lot of overlap there already. Like, I think you could do, like, glamour spells. Which is funny because it's a very strong, like, Ava presence day and she's her glamour is different her glamour is not yes. to make somebody love her it's, it's to get them to do well okay yeah that too. <laughs> um but it's also um a, manipu- a manipulate she yeah. does a manipulate sometimes to yeah. get what she wants or to like lay low like or mm-hmm. influence things so mm-hmm. um and yeah. those are all shades of glamour magic, too. Right. It's not so much, you know, I want to be beautiful and desirable. It's also, I want to look like I could kick somebody's ass so that people will leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's not always, you know, trying to be the next Marilyn Monroe. And I think that's what a lot of people sort of get wrong about glamour magic is that they think it's always about, you know, being super beautiful and being, you know, always looking like you have your It's shit that together. energy yeah. that you put out there. Like... Um, she looks at it very much like the idea of like the vampiric glamouring of I'm going to make you do mm-hmm. what I want willingly and you're not even going to know that I'm influencing your energy, Fuck but yeah. you don't have to look or be or do all this, but, um, you can talk about too, like all the stuff you've mentioned about like perfumes and how mm-hmm. you go about doing it, charging. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's that energy. And I think it ties into um, that idea where if you have a positive energy field around you, you attract. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to repel, you can put that negative force field. I mean, it's as simple as a smile and a frown. But, like, you could do that with <clears throat> glamour as far as, like, the idea of, like, spells. But uh, we mm-hmm. also want to talk about correspondences, different mm-hmm. things like that. So Yeah. So I guess let's start with love magic because that's why everybody's here, right? It's yeah. Valentine's Day. So um, it's the day before the best holiday of the year which is half off chocolate day. Uh, (laughs) So you can buy yourself some chocolate. If you have any roses left at the store, you probably get those for half price. Uh They've been sitting there a week. So, you know, if you're like me, you hang them up and you dry them on your wall and use them for shit later. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So probably best days to work some love magic are going to be Fridays 
uh, because they are associated again with our favorite planet. Venus! Venus! So, who of course is closely associated with Aphrodite, um, because the Romans stole everything. Let's just be real. Um, and then it also, probably a good idea to do it around a full moon, uh, preferably in Libra or Taurus, because they tend to be the softest or like sweetest of the signs. Like if you want to do something in Aries, like an Aries moon magic type thing, I mean, you're going to get all sex or all rage. Let's be real. Like that's just, is that not the Scorpio too? True that. Cause that could be, yeah, your Scorpio dark moon. That's when you're, I feel like a lot of times I, I identify with Scorpio more than I identify with Aries. Well, then it's like the Virgo. You're not going to get that. Yeah. So you're not going to get what you want there. So, uh, Libra or Taurus, Herbs and Flowers is pretty, um, Herbs and Flowers is pretty, uh, standard, uh, Roses, of course, Jasmine, Lang Lang, uh, Apples, there's actually a lot of lore about, like, the, the correlation between apples and love, so, like, there's all kinds of stuff, uh, there's a really great show, I think I was talking about it last time on the Divination episode, where they talk about, like, you know, you do the one long coil, uh-huh yeah uh, and it you yeah like <clears throat> yeah i think you twirl around your finger three times and then um you throw it over your left shoulder um why am i like trying to remember it it's in my fucking notes which if you're a patreon member you can get those now yeah uh, <laughs> you can read them <laughs> we're not but yeah. um <laughs> we do the research we just don't remember because we're add it's yeah. fine um so peel an apple in an unbroken coil and twirl it in the air three times. Then toss it over your left shoulder. See, I remembered. And the coil should make the shape of a letter. That letter is said to symbolize the initial in the name of a potential mate. Um, so then they talk about eating the apple. So if you like your result or you want that to come to fruition, eat the apple and take that magic, that same magic, like into your body um, to sort of help like solidify the spell. Uh, they also talk about... Um, like pressing, like taking the seeds uh, and putting them on your cheek. So you what? Oh yeah. Yeah, you put one on each cheek, and if the left falls off first, uh, your next relationship will be unsound. And then if the right falls off first, expect a kiss. So things are sweeter, going to go better, you know that sort of a thing. Um, and then uh, they also say then like you can take those same seeds and toss them into a fire. And then if they pop and fly, it's like really true, really passionate. You know, there's probably an Aries placement somewhere, somewhere, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's super, super connected to like love magic. Um, I think pomegranates, especially if you work with like Hades or Persephone, possibly. Uh-huh. Of course, Aphrodite. Everybody wants to go to Aphrodite, which and she's cool. I just don't work with her very much. But, you know, Persephone has the same correspondences for love and beauty that Aphrodite does, too. Right. Know? And, I mean, she's fucking underworld. She's like, the queen of the underworld and the queen of spring. So, so like, I mean, come why on. Not? Why not? Um, and that's no shade to Aphrodite. I don't want to get, like, hubris and, like, have her come down and smite me or nothing and turn me into a swan. That's not what this is about. Because <laughs> um, I love her and I work with her. It's just I don't feel as connected with her. So, right. And I think uh, there's a there's a tendency to use gods as, like, correspondences in magic. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's sort of disrespectful to the gods themselves. Well, I mean, there's some undisputed attributes that everybody knows, seems to know, that's mm-hmm. universal. And that's all fine and well, but 
are you working with it like you're don't treat the deity like it's a rose quartz Mm -hmm. and you're like oh this has this this i want to work with that like Mm -hmm. let that deity show you that side of them and get to know that side and that's why it's like oh now i know why i could use them and it might not be common you know perception of that deity but it's your Mm -hmm. perception and what you work with so Mm -hmm. yeah like i wouldn't use them as a correspondence it's like oh a rose rose quartz let me get aphrodite like really think about why or work with that aspect of whatever deity you feel led to for Mm -hmm. that purpose on a because it's you know yeah whatever and i think especially too if you're like us and we work with hecate or underworld spirits more i think that it doesn't necessarily limit you from being able to do this kind of magic because oh, a no. lot of times they have the same correspondences just because you know someone is a love goddess in that same pantheon you don't have to go to them for all you know love and romance right. and glamour you know there are definitely other people within the pantheon or people that you already work with and have a connection with because just like we talked about in the familiars episode where we talked about you know you the better connections you establish and the more you work with people the better your friendship is the more likely they are to do something for you but Um, i think that you know is the same thing we've talked about before with spirits like you said mm -hmm. it's just get to know them and it'll be more beneficial for you otherwise it'll feel flat Mm -hmm. and not have much behind it so um yeah view them differently than you would like your crystals and herbs and stuff yeah uh because i think that you know it, it they are uh I view them as a, you know, sentient being. And I think it's disrespectful to just sort of look at them as a correspondence for a spell, you know, yeah. like that's, you want to build your connection with them first. And uh, now that's not to say that you can't do what I did and say, you know, Hey, Aphrodite, you know, I'm really struggling with my own self-worth right now. I'm going to petition you to sort of help me with that. You yeah. Know? That's different. Yeah. And I think that's the sort of disconnect there. It would be very different if I would just, like, invoked her and said, do this thing for me and peaced out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Bear that in mind when we talk about, you know, using, uh, making connections and things like that with gods and spirits and things like that. Because uh, I don't want anybody to get the idea that, like, they're interchangeable and you can just go through and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's a soapbox we've been on before too where it's like just because you want to work with that deity in that aspect doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it Mm -hmm. but it isn't like let me open the drawer and pick out what i need for this like Mm -hmm. you're more apt if you have a working relationship with that deity or like if you petition them for a particular reason it's genuine and they know it this isn't like the 101 wicca book where it's like oh do you want to curse call hecate do you want this like you Is can she call super them. good for that? Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Right. But, but you're also either going to get that lingering or like it might even start a relationship with mm-hmm. said deity. But mm-hmm. I think you would approach it like you should approach like working with people. You're not going to just, you know, yeah. use them as a very shallow, like a mask or a correspondent just because mm-hmm. like, you know, go a little bit more in depth. Yeah. Them. And re-examine the gods that you already have, the gods and spirits you already have working relationships with to and think about it a little bit as abstractly uh so that you know you're not building a relationship with a, a brand new relationship with somebody else when you could be going to someone that you already, already have a, right. a working relationship with right yeah um that being said you know um if you don't have someone that you feel like you can turn to uh 
like we said, Aphrodite, Venus, uh, Persephone. Um, yeah, just because you don't Lilith. have... Lilith is yeah. a great one. Yeah. I love working with Lilith. Oh, my fucking God. That's a whole her. different energy. Yes. But it's a good one. But it's a fucking great one. And it doesn't mean... if you're doing, like, seduction magic and shit like that. Oh, glamour bitch. Magic. Oh, um, bitch. But, like, that's the other thing, too, is, like, we're not saying that you can't work with them if you don't have a relationship. It's just mm-hmm. approach it as a I don't approach it as a I need this you're the best fit do it right. it's more like I'm going to petition you with respect and honor because I think you could be the best bet and you could throw it into like feeling that calling like led to that for a specific reason so absolutely um, yeah don't get us wrong it doesn't mean oh I can't work with her because I've never called on her like right. this could be the time where you build a relationship with them and it mm-hmm. might just be a one and done but it's all about the intent and approach yeah it's uh it's just like we talked about with with Megan, where you go in and you introduce yourself yeah. and you, you know, when you go to a friend's house for the first time, you bring flowers or a bottle of wine or something. And if they're like, God, this person is so pitiful, of course I'll give them a date. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you want to, you want to establish before you start asking for favors. You know what I mean? So right. think, think about that. Um, now the stuff that is actually correspondences, uh, I think we talked about plants and things like that. Uh, also I love using crystals in magic. That's a big thing for me. Um, of course you have your heavy hitters, Rose Quartz. Cleopatra used it in her beauty rituals. Like she used to add it to like face creams and things like that. Um, she, it's closely associated with the myth, uh, of uh, Adonis and Aphrodite. So, uh, and you can totally look that up if you want to. Um, I'm not going to go into it here because it would take up too much time. Um, and that's not really what we're doing. But you have lots of other options because, again, not everybody, like Bones, is really going to be pulled towards Rose Quartz. And that's, if you are, that's cool. If you're not, that's also cool. Do what you like. I think there's a big thing about, you know, shaming and witchcraft, and I'm just over it. Yeah. I'm so over it. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Just use what you want. Yeah. I mean, some things have correspondences, and I think it's, if there was something I wanted to do and I knew that Rose Quartz was the best... But if I knew I could get away with Labradorite, I'm going to fucking use Labradorite. Yeah. Because I know that stone and I work with it. Yeah. And I know that, like, so I think if I went to and bought a rose crystal or rose quartz mm-hmm. to just use for a specific thing, I'm not familiar with it at all. Yeah. I don't have a piece of it. I don't know when the last time I touched one was. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's just not something. But if there's other things that call to me, then I'm going to go to that. So yeah. it's the same thing with... Like, I'm not a big fan of roses. Like, I'm just not. But, like, lavender, like, to me, that invokes all these, like, love, romantic, kind of, like, Mm -hmm. sweet. So, or honeysuckle or something like that. I would lean towards that. But if you don't know it and you don't work with it and it doesn't mean anything to you, then don't use it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you can't, like, I wouldn't use a rose for something. Of course I would. Mm -hmm. But if there's an alternative that I know and work with, and I feel those associations with, then mm-hmm. I'm going to use that. Right. And again, I think that, you know, your your stones that you use, your plants that you use, those still have spirits and personalities and things like that. Yeah. So use Like you, you said, if it's yeah. there and you're used to it, don't go looking elsewhere. Yeah. Unless you really want to establish something new. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, so, don't use them and lose them when it comes <laughs> right. to your spirits and things like that. Humans are different. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, they don't matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, it, you know, so if you were going to do something like that, you know, you could use garnet. 
which is another one of my favorites. I fucking love garnets. And they come in every color but blue. Did you know that? I do now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, But garnet, uh, Laramar, which is also beautiful, kunzite, diamonds, barrels, so your sapphires, emeralds, rubies. Blood diamonds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Opal is another big one. Uh, That's like a traditional, like, anniversary gift, I think. I don't remember what number. I have this really cool, like, talking about diamonds. Like, it's Mm -hmm. a little silver... Uh, it's Ava's the little skull with but it's the eyes are black diamonds oh and it's like to me that not only does protection but like it has the diamond thing yeah but it's like the goth diamond no (laughs) but you know what I mean it's like like, it's weird for me because even though my birthstone is a diamond I don't like diamonds man diamonds are not my jam I don't like them except for the blue ones they are fucking I'll fuck with some blue ones I'll fuck with some blue diamonds, but the other ones, I can take them or leave them. I mean, nah, I'm good. And I think, I think too, like, and this will probably become become more relevant, but it's like, Ava wanted to point out, if you do chocolate, like, Mm -hmm. this is like one of those metaphors, I will take chocolate and eat it, Mm -hmm. because I like chocolate. But if you have to pick between milk and dark and you don't fucking get me dark, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'll take chocolate over no chocolate. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to make a thing, go fucking do the thing. So yeah. give me dark chocolate. Send me dark chocolate. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. And not only that, but it's like, do what you can with what you're able to do. Like right now, I don't have a ton of money. So, you know, I'm not able to go and, you know, buy a whole ton of, you know, gear deli chocolate. But if you're using that in a ritual or something... Use what you feel called to do. And if that means, you know, splurging on something that's a little bit nicer to sort of enhance that magic. Because what you put in and the sacrifice that you give and the energy that you give it and how you regard it is way, 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 you know, more impactful than if you just go and you buy a Hershey bar or a Cadbury bar. Right. It's not cost. Yeah. Weren't you shitting on Cadbury chocolate in the second episode? They're the worst. Um, They're so, they're waxy, man. I don't like milk chocolate. Yeah. Milk chocolate, white chocolate. No, thank you. Although I've heard ruby chocolate is really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Send us ruby chocolate, too. Please. Um, <laughs> I think so, I saw some at World Market. But, yeah, it's not it's not the cost. It's the yeah. intent. And basically, the Ava idea would be you can get by and do that, and that's great. But if you have the option, don't just pick one. Or so somebody says, okay, well, milk chocolate is like, universal everybody loves milk chocolate but you had dark chocolate you should have just went with the dark because that's what you know she likes that's what you know blah blah so that's what i meant with like flowers or herbs like yeah it sometimes if you google it and it doesn't even have like i mean we talked about with hecate i had not seen when i started out anything about owls until i started Mm -hmm. talking about personal experiences Mm -hmm. and i think it's a little bit more common now to see owls tied to her but back then it wasn't so much it was Oh, it has to be this. It has to be that. So trust your instinct. Trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Trust your feelings. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like don't spend $50 on chocolate that doesn't feel like it has anything behind it when you could make chocolate yourself. Ooh, yeah. Just, I've done that before yeah. where I actually like make truffles and things like that. That's right. always fun. And it's like the intense there. Yeah. So. And I mean, you could totally do that too, where you could make your own, you know, truffles and like totally like say incantation over it and add certain ingredients and things like that. Like you could add lavender. Yeah. Yeah. Spend the money. Yeah. To p- make 
the chocolates of your asshole that you can send people. Yes! Spend that money. Yes. Or you could make the mold at home yourself. Um, Maybe. You might need some assistance. Get a really close friend to <laughs> um, make chocolate buttholes. Bitch. Because um, we... <laughs> Because we'll talk, we can talk about that too, is like the idea of like in midsummer mm-hmm. and like, I think we all call, saw it and called it out being witches and it's like, all right, she's putting period mm-hmm. blood in there and pubic hair yeah, in his biscuit or whatever he's eating. Some kind of little like meat thing. Yeah. yeah. A pu- <laughs> pubic pot pie. Pubic pot pie? Shut but up. it'll work. It'll work. Oh, Totally. I mean, and that's, um, that kind of goes into the next, uh, part that I wanted to go into anyway, where they talk about... Accidental segue. Yeah, where they talk about, like, um, in hoodoo or folk magic, uh, like, there's a lot of use of menstrual blood or, uh, semen or, like, pubic hair, especially in, like, actual love spells. So, like, even, I mean, people will use it to, like, anoint candles, and things like that. We'll yeah, that's to, a, yeah. Like I think a, that's great to charge a doll, a puppet. Like, yeah. why not? Of that person. Yeah. Uh, make that homemade chowder. <laughs> 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 but it's got to be New England clam chowder <laughs> with the little crackers. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is so thick. <laughs> little oyster crackers. It's a little but, salty. <laughs> yeah, it's a little salty. But I am in love with this person now. <laughs> For some reason. What kind of clams are these? <laughs> They're gooey ducks. Okay. But, um, so, but I would implore you to put your fluids, if you don't work at a restaurant, mm. unless you work at like an Applebee's and it's just a standard, I think. Yeah. Um, Maybe but, don't do it there because you could lose your job. Yeah, don't do it at work, but do it at, for all your home cooking. <laughs> um, I think... Out Make Bra- everyone yeah. love you. <laughs> right. I think Alton Brown, like, would agree that <laughs> take a good recipe. We love Alton Brown. We I love Alton Brown. I love him so much. Because um, he's such a nerd. Like, I love that he breaks down the science. Right. What I do a lot of times with my witchcraft, too, is, like, I break down the science of why things work. Yeah. So. Which we'll get into, too, because we're going to go to a class. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so take that Food Network recipe or the... Um, Whatever you can Google and just like <laughs> add semen the to taste. The blog where you have to scroll down like three right. pages worth of story about my kids won't eat this. Right. <laughs> but I'm a Virgo. So when it says like add to taste, I'm like, how much though? <laughs> but like how much really? Where it's like salt and pepper to taste. No, I need a goddamn teaspoons amount. <laughs> so add your menstrual blood, semen, um, pubic hair to taste. Whatever. Man. And to fly under the radar. Like, yeah. Just a drop will probably work. Mm-hmm. Don't put in so much where it's like, okay, I can visibly see that there's hair in this. Yeah. Um, I actually found, too, uh, in some of the, like, Central American, Latin American culture where they talk about um, during, like, during the Inquisition and stuff like that, there was a lot of testimony from women at, who were going and seeing these like um like sort of like folk sorcerers and folk magic women who would like advise them you know put your you know menstrual blood or you know whatever in like the the morning like cocoa that your husband or somebody drinks 
And like that will, you know, change the flavor. Well, that too. Um, it's really good this morning. Um, yeah. Is this red velvet? <laughs> <laughs> but like change his attitude. So if like there was a husband who was being super abusive and like beating his wife, she would, you know, tell her, you know, put this magic powder and, you know, your menstrual blood or whatever into, you know, his coffee in the morning and he will become nicer to you and sweeter to you. He won't have the energy to beat you all the time. Or, you know, uh, somebody's being unfaithful or untrue, you know, like that kind of a thing. Right. So, like, it's all about intention because a lot of times I feel like... But if you are being beat, like, don't try to make them beat you less that way? No, you need to report them to the police. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the only blood that should be spilled is theirs. Truth. Word. Word. In, and then you drink your cocoa. That's right. And you fall in love with yourself, bitch. Yeah. Treat you yourself. It. Yeah. And this one, too... <laughs> Uh, that I found that was really cool, like folk magic, was uh, like using the the baculums. Yeah, the penis yeah, bones the penis of bones. animals. Yeah, so which like, I think we talked about. Humans don't have those. We do not. Uh, but like possums, bats, bears, rodents, dogs, foxes, raccoons, like all of them have them. I want a bat penis bone necklace. Fuck yeah, I like it. You should get one. Yeah, let me just go get one. You could probably find it online somewhere. Yeah, but they're probably killed poorly. Oh, maybe. That's the problem about buying stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have that bat skull on my wall, but penis bones. (laughs) We'll check oddities. We'll we'll check oddities for bat penis bones. Oh fuck yeah! That's gonna be that's gonna be what we're gonna put in the giveaway if we can find one. (laughs) Oh, a penis bone. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the biggest, shiniest. Penis hardest bone. penis bone we can find what would that be a bear i don't know do bears have... <laughs> they do apparently <laughs> what bears are we talking about um um but actually this is like a southern custom uh so like if a man wished to gain the love of a woman he would give her a baculum on like tied on a red string oh. as like a token of his like affection and then or if he was too chicken shit to do, to do that he would bury the bone beneath her doorstep or in her yard I say that some... is you are very, being very forward. So, <laughs> oh, I knew I should have buried it under your doorstep. Like what? That's like, oh god, I'm so embarrassed to give them this baculum. Like, <laughs> um, they don't want to see what other thing I wrapped a ribbon around. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. no. But yes, the gift. Hey, of... I like you. Want a bone? Like, let me smash. Like, yeah. <laughs> the human body has like 206 bones. Do you want another one? <laughs> <laughs> Ew. That's the worst. Yeah. Um, but it'll work. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's never worked. As someone who does x-rays, it's know. never worked. Um, so we'll look for penis bones. Yes. Now, if you are interested in your own recipes on how to make, um, what were we calling them? Labia cookies? Yeah. We, so on Patreon, <laughs> from our first recording, <laughs> about the only good thing that came out of it, there was some. But we talked a lot about genital cookies yes and did. um pressing An insane amount yeah <laughs> that'll be the cookies. bonus episode um recipe to follow they're just sugar cookies with um yeah like thumbprint cookies is what <laughs> i call them um mushroom cookies okay oh, but no. check out patreon uh man i'm hungry though <laughs> and i love chocolate chip cookies like it's just so simple before we started i was talking about let me stuff these nuts in my mouth so yeah but she was talking about pistachios <laughs> i was but yeah, but just also, go simple. Don't go crazy with your vagina cookies. Just chocolate chip does it. You know what I mean? Like the basics. Mm. 
And see, like, I'm super, like, awful because I want to make it, like, cranberry jelly or something. Oh, see, and that's why Ava's, like, dark chocolate, vagina <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. It better not be milk. Mm-mm. Not no. milk chocolate. Oh, here. and mint chocolate's good, too. But mint that might be tingly. Okay. A little bit. Okay, well, we'll talk but about how to... But that could be fun to... later. That's <laughs> we'll, up to you guys. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk about how to make those cookies we don't talk about how to make them we just <laughs> talk about we just talk a long um, time something that yeah. is ridiculous because we're ridiculous okay let's see what did i what else did i want to talk about um yeah what else did you want to talk what about what else did i want to talk about are we ready for glamour or i think we should start talking about some glamour magic because I, yeah we're about halfway because i've got a lot of fucking notes here and it's just there's so much there's so fucking much um, but I want to talk about glamour magic because that's something that I do a lot more than I do love magic, really. Um, as y'all can obviously tell, fucking single. Um, but you're but, here listening, so we yeah, glamoured you. I glamoured you into listening. Uh, so glamour magic is really fucking fun because it's all, it's not necessarily about, you know, I want to make myself beautiful because it's not really about that. It's about using your beauty or the way that you dress yourself or the way that you speak to manipulate others into doing your thing. And I don't, I don't even know if I would use the word manipulate. Well, it's out there now. No, um, I would almost say like influence. Enthrall. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, that's how Ava sees it. Yeah. Like, okay, well, if I wanted to enthrall somebody, I would just stare at them into their soul. That's works for me, but <laughs> I've got all this power in it. So I just stare yeah. at them and then feed off their energy. Yeah. You little vampire, you. Yeah. So that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how you can do it. Mm-hmm. But smells and tastes and looks are all good too. Yeah. So I have, I'm, I'm a big like perfume nerd. I love like playing with scent as a, as a form of expression um, but also as a form of my glamour magic too. So like I have certain perfumes that I'll use for certain things. Like, um, I have certain perfumes that I specifically use when I want to seduce someone or I have specific perfumes that I use when I want to, like when I'm hanging out with friends, uh, or something like that. And it just sort of, it changes my mood and I think it helps set the mindset and helps to sort of seal that glamour magic that I'm using. So the way that I do that is I'll, I'll do a little bit of research on the way that certain scents are perceived. So like more like darker woodsier notes, more musky things are going to be great. If you're trying to seduce a man, um, more licorice scents are going to be great. If you're trying to seduce a woman, um, which I flow both ways. So, so I'm wearing both of them. One on either side. Um, 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 Nothing, yeah, nothing makes me run away faster than rose-scented anything. Okay. I just don't like it. That's fair. Like, it just smells like old perfume. It smells like grandma. I get it. No, not my grandma. (laughs) But, um, she smells like tequila. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't listen. But, um, no, and so, like, okay, Ava is very big on scent because mm. it's one of the biggest triggers for memory yes. and impression. And it allows her, this is a manipulate in a way, mm-hmm. it allows her to make that impression mm-hmm. and to influence it. So she does want to do something good as far as, like, making her presence known and you smell it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people that um, you get that random smell with, like, spirit work. 
Mm-hmm. Like that was like her idea is like you smell that you fucking know. And so unfortunately the one that she has that she loves so much which we're using sparingly mm-hmm. has been discontinued no! for the current moment but it's by a uh, zoologist zoologist zoology perfumes mm-hmm. and it was bat mm-hmm. and it uh i'm sure you've smelled it on us before um and it's been a very good and like I, like there's times where i'll smell it especially um when she doesn't feel so close internally mm-hmm. or channeling like I'll smell it and it's like nothing. It's not, it's work clothes. It's not on anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh shit. And that's um, just yeah, that's almost like a, a glamour, but also like a bridge. Mm-hmm. So that's a familiar bridge kind yeah. of way to, to work it. To me, she's more like really, really deep floral and like musk and earth. Yeah. And that's what bat yeah. smells like. Yeah. And it's like the okay. perfumer and I don't know her name, but she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that created it for them it was um she does she's like a biologist too and does like bat study so her idea was i want it to smell like not a bat Mm -hmm. but like their journey so it's like overripe fruit and damp earth um and it's a it's one of those scents that the reason she likes it too it's it's not one of those scents that's for everybody like and and then it kind of finishes with a musky leathery like small animal Mm -hmm. kind of smell but it's like this weird, like she likes the more fruity, but like mm-hmm. overripe slash dirt mm-hmm. kind of smell, which makes sense. Underworld yeah. and like, you know, all that. Like if you're going to be enticed into a layer of a predator, they're going to, you know, pull you in with mm-hmm. stuff that's like, oh, that smells good. Yeah. But no, um, that's how she kind of views it. And um, like Sandalwood was mentioned by Tamara, who was like, why do I always smell sandalwood around mm-hmm. you? And it's like, it's not me. I'm not wearing sandalwood. Yeah. But then it seems to kind of fit because I mean, that and like the earthy mm-hmm. and the kind of thing. So um, I can see that. But, and that's what like goes back into what you said. You want to gear that for what you want. That's mm-hmm. a very personal scent. Like that's how she wants to be perceived and feels and smells. Mm-hmm. But if you were trying to do a specific thing, you want to smell like something. Like mm-hmm. you could use essential oils for that. Oh, hell yeah. If you wanted to like so you I mean you can blend your own perfumes with yeah, essential oils. Fuck yeah. And I mean you could just and you could gear it towards somebody. Is the mm-hmm. person you like, you know they like that, put a little splash of that in there. Mm-hmm. Um don't forget to dab the period blood and semen on your wrists and neck. Oh fuck yeah. Um <laughs> Because, like, pheromones are going to be another thing. But you can alter mm-hmm. stuff. And But I think... The but other... I think I've talked to Ava before, too, about the perfume that I had that actually had synthetic pheromones put in it, too. Oh, yeah. Because she was like, damn, you're fucking Trixie. Yeah. Uh, I think it's by Aerox. And it's really great because it's a, it's a really great sort of musky, almost evergreen sort of scent. I think I have just a tiny bit left. I'll let you smell it. Um, but it's, like, it's unisex. So it's not, like... It's not super, super floral or feminine, and it's not so musky and earthy that it's, like, off-putting for a lot of Is this a, a Dennis like... Feinstein scent? Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God. You can tell we're, re- we're um, re-watching Parks and Rec lately. Yes. And um, see, I'm just like, you need to watch Sabrina. Oh, no, I need to catch up on that, too. <laughs> yeah. I talk to about talk. it. I need to talk about it. Um, so, yeah, that's a good idea, is to, to um, actually put that shit in there mm-hmm. synthetically yeah. to really... And you can get a bottle from, I really like the Aerox one. Uh, you can probably get a bottle still. I think they're still in business. I got it several years ago. So. Um, 
But yeah, another one, I really like Luscious perfumes, especially the, um, the little, they have the little solid ones. Yeah. Like the little balms that you can put on. Those shits are amazing. I love Goddess and I love Ectoplasm. Well, see, there was one that Ava really wanted to try and thought she would like, and it was like, I don't know, funeral or something. Cause it was, but it smelled oh, nice. too, it was like too rosy floral. Oh, okay. Cause it was like, oh, what would you put on a casket? Like, no, I'd rather smell like the dirt. Yeah. Smell in the like grave. embalming fluid. Yeah. <laughs> Death, decay, which yeah. you put a little bit of that in there. Like, I mean, that's a thing. Like that elicits things. Do you want, I, I mean, do you want people to stay away from you? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like you yeah, do whatever. True. I yeah. mean, that's glamour magic, too, is, you know, trying that invisibility thing or, like, that intimidation to, like, you know, put up that, that feeling that you get when you wear, like, a really tough leather jacket and your fucking combat boots. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Wing your fucking eyeliner, put on some black lipstick and handle it, you know? Like, right. when you're going to fucking dispute and say, I paid this fucking bill, why did you shut my services off? Like, exactly. Yeah. 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 Dress for the part. Dress for the part. But no, like, I mean, I think that's... A common theme like people feel that and mm-hmm. maybe they don't realize it's like kind of you're not only setting your intention but you're giving off that intention and i think mm-hmm. that's glamour and sometimes like we talked about in the first try of this recording uh, which we'll talk about is actually doing a love spell on yourself and oh, glamouring yeah. yourself and treat yourself hell yeah buy a little bit of expensive chocolate you know, buy yourself a new perfume buy a, or a bath bomb from Lush. You know, whatever it is yeah. that makes you feel really good. Or Ava buying a um, Belladonna bell from Blood Milk. Fuck yes. That Fuck yes. In here, ringing. Treat yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself. 2020 um, is very <laughs> But, um, yeah, like... Or for me, Take your... it would be like the. I still want that vile necklace from Killstar. Oh yeah. Oh, and the you could witchcraft put... I could do with that thing, yeah. man. Oh, I want it so bad. Yeah. Um, or hint, even hint. just for no, like, um... even just for aesthetic too. Like I would fill the fucking thing with like, dude. I would be that person to put like you know the um, the alcohol vanique that has like the pearl dust in it. It gets all swishy and swirls yes, around. Yes, yes. I'd just do that and just. Like, take shots. <laughs> right. Um, but then, so, uh, taking, like, that bath or treating yourself, pampering, mm-hmm. um, like you were saying, get that bath bomb and do all that. Like, yeah. glamour yourself. And that's, honestly, a lot of my glamour magic starts from, like, me getting in the right headspace to, like, get ready to. So, like, there's actually a practice from ancient Greece called cosmesis that's missed, it, that's mentioned in several different myths uh, and stories. It's mentioned, mentioned in the Iliad. Like... There's, uh, so let me just go ahead and go into the definition. Cosmesis in Greek mythology represented the practice of dress and adornment in uh, goddesses and queens. So there's mention of Hera using it when she uh, wants to make a battle go a certain way. So she uses cosmesis and this glamour magic sway Zeus and other people into her style, you know, into what she wants to think so she can sway the battle into going her way. And that's sort of the thing is that the way you present yourself and the energy that you use when you are getting dressed in this form of cosmesis says so much. And it's really a weapon that you can have in your arsenal. Oh, for sure. To make shit go your way. If you walk out, you feel like a bad bitch and you're trying to get some bad bitch shit done, then, you know, slay. Yeah. Fucking slay, bitch. (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah, yeah. but I think that's like the best 
like way to put it and if you want to come off as like and we're not saying oh you need to like you know but if you want to come off softer and more approachable like you mm-hmm. could dress that way you could mm-hmm. put yourself in that mindset and it's like like you said it's not manipulation but it's trying to guide this is the this is the spell portion of things so that you can set your intention and set your goals just like you do at the new and full moons and go out and set and do the thing it's putting another weapon in your tool belt yeah your witchcraft that you probably belt. already yeah. have you're just not paying attention to yeah and or I maybe think... you have realized it and you're fucking owning it yeah. but there's a reason that certain pieces of clothing or jewelry or perfumes make you feel good mm-hmm. and make you feel a certain way mm-hmm. um and as witches i think we're all very used to like wearing certain things um to do certain whether it's a crystal mm-hmm. or whether it's like something from an ancestor things like that like there's ways to arm yourself and to build up that energy and um just in your daily practice like even if you haven't thought about it like oh this makes me feel good about myself mm-hmm. you know and so that like you said is having that other kind of thing in your arsenal mm-hmm. to like go to when it's like i want this to be done yeah so and I there's really... lots of little tricks that you can use like when you're applying um your makeup too like you can actually use makeup to like enchant and empower makeup for certain things like if a red lip makes you feel really fucking powerful wear a red lip when you need to have the confidence to speak well in front of others right you know um if you are trying to see through all the bullshit fucking enchant some uh, channel some egyptians and fucking enchant some coal eyeliner and wing that shit out and go fucking slay somebody and see through their crap you know like or even um, if you're, like, putting on moisturizer or you're cleansing your face or something like that, you know, put it on in the shape of a rune or a sigil or a star or something to enchant it. You know, like, there are lots of ways that you can do practice right. these things. Yeah, and you could, I mean, you could put it on a, a specific thing or you could charge whatever you wanted, perfume, like, the oils, whatever, mm-hmm. like, or the crystals like you can there's so many just avenues to do it yeah um, there's even um i actually saw an ad for this the other day because it's valentine's day and I, I will follow a lot of witchy accounts there's actually somebody made like a love drawing soap that you ooh. can you so you could make this yourself or you could go um buy it from someone else i'm sure you could find them but like you know even using that in an intention and washing with that you know is a great way to do it so there's lots of different stuff you yeah. can do I mean, you could fucking take a bar of soap and carve what you wanted into it. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways to go about it to kind of self-empower. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, it doesn't have to be about loving somebody else. It doesn't have to be about getting somebody else's attention. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you can put that shit inward. And um, I think that's a great idea to treat yeah. yourself. Um, Get yourself your Batman suit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do a little bit Wyatt <laughs> and treat yourself, you know, treat yourself to a good cry. Like, yeah. yeah. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. So that's what we would implore you to do on Valentine's Day. If you feel like you need to do internal work mm-hmm. and you need to build yourself back up, like there's so many simple, easy ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Make a poppet. Oh, hell yeah. Of yourself. Put your shit in it. Mm-hmm. And then put a little bit of your hair, your fingernails, or you know whatever. Put it on a little throne, a shrine. Yeah. Take care of it. Dress it in colors that you like best, or something, and really just like you know, show it love, show it compassion. Dress it with your favorite perfume. You know, yeah, that's that a kind good one. In our first recording of this, was I know people think about poppets and that kind of work 
for outward, but you can do one for yourself. Uh huh. So 100%. My best love spells have been on myself, bitch. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I've done some fucking successful love spells, but, like, the best ones are the ones where I've made me fall in love with me, you know? Because it's just, at the end of the day, you're the only one, that, you're the only you that you got. Yeah. And you got to take care of yourself. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that it's going to be a constant thing. No. I mean, you're going to have those days, but you're also teaching yourself that kind of energy that you feel and i think mm-hmm. it's a feedback loop like the more you can appreciate yourself or do that like build that confidence and all that the the other glamour ideas are more easy because you feel like i'm in control of how i'm perceived mm-hmm. um which sounds simple but like really think about it yeah like when you walk out if you want to perceive like stay the fuck away from me mm-hmm. don't come near me like Pay attention because it will fucking work. People yeah. will not approach you. Mm-hmm. Um, trust me. <laughs> and then there's <laughs> there's other ones where if you're just if you're warm and you have that like welcoming spirit, how many people will like see you and smile or talk to you or things mm-hmm. like that? Um, it can be. I mean, shit. When I was in, I was actually in the depot the other day, um, just walking around and stuff like that. I think I just posted the pictures from when I was in there, and I'm not wearing any makeup. Like I'm not feeling all that cute. But all of a sudden, there's this dude over there and I'm like oh damn he kind of cute and like he came up and was like hanging around like all of a sudden I start putting out that glamour magic and he just started coming up hanging around and this and that and the other and I think I might have come on a little bit too strong because I caught him checking me out and my friend caught him checking me out my friend may have freaked him out when he's like you know she's not with me right you can ask for her number Uh, I think that made him a little bit shy. Maybe. So, maybe. But, yeah, it's just a a way you hold yourself. And that's really... And you don't need any tools for that. It's really about learning how to channel that internally. Right. To be able to work that magic. Right. And sometimes Um, you might feel like you have to channel part of a deity or that energy. mm -hmm. Or, like, if if you feel like you can't find it, it might be easier to, to picture channeling something that you are familiar with a Mm -hmm. character or an actual person that you admire so channel that and like get used to that feeling and Mm -hmm. like you can feed that for yourself yeah um and that's easier for me to say i guess because i'm used to channeling something but i mean it's just that feeling like you know those days you feel up you feel good and you feel like happy and you're Mm -hmm. like or those days where you feel like oh i want to be left alone like you can Mm -hmm. make that so I think this all falls under the umbrella of glamoring yeah. and like how you want to not manipulate, but like influence mm-hmm. how things you want to go to go. Yeah. Cause to be fair, I'm not against manipulation. Me either. Sometimes Fuck. you gotta do what you gotta do, bitch. But you know, this is, I don't really see this as manipulation. I see it as an influence. I think that's the right word. And there's many different ways. I think that's what Mm -hmm. we're trying to say, too, is it's not just this idea of trying to make somebody fall in love with you against free will. It's not trying to, like, manipulate. You can do all that shit, but... It's not about, you know, being Audrey Hepburn or... uh, Fuck, who is the big It supermodel right now? I don't even know. Are the Hadids still a thing? Who? Uh, I don't know. Um, Is it a Kardashian? uh, Whatever. Just kidding. (laughs) Don't channel them. God. I'm not a fan. Channel somebody. Channel something. Yeah, channel whatever it is that you look up to. I think in the last episode we talked about, like, one of the biggest, like, 
moments of glamour magic for me is like when you go see a live production of Rocky Horror. Yeah, that's yeah, we, yeah. Talk yeah. about that motherfucker. That's and the biggest. Like one of the best representations of really good glamour magic is when you have somebody who can come out and play a good Dr. Frankenfurter because you have that moment where Frankenfurter rips off that, you know, coat or whatever and reveals what's underneath. And when it's done wrong, it just doesn't feel right. But when that person has enthralled everybody in the room and has all of their attention and you're hanging on their every word and Tissa patient. See, you fucking get it. You know, like it's, wonderful and that's one of the best examples of glamour magic that's what uh, yeah i think that's a good way to summarize all that we've said yeah be dr frankenfurter be dr frankenfurter i'd love to be dr frankenfurter man yeah or tim curry whichever but oh my god i mean just fucking like that's it's like the perfect idea of like that enthralling like Mm -hmm. just everybody's under that spell yes yes so that should be your goal yes uh, you can do the fishnets and corset. Oh, fuck yeah. Please do that. Absolutely. But you don't have to, but it helps. And it's like whatever it is that makes you feel powerful. One of the um, people that I really uh, love and research because she's also um, a fellow follower of Lilith. Hello. And is really great on love magic and glamour magic is Gabriella Herstic, who is phenomenal. But, you know, for her, it's about, you know, almost like a... It almost feels like Fran Drescher sort of fashion, you know what I mean? With lots of leopard print and bright colors, lots of red, almost getting into like bondage and kink fashion at times. For her, that's what makes her feel powerful. And it's beautiful. Right. But for me, it's less about that. And it's more about, you know, I want to feel like Stevie Nicks. So I've got, you know, fringe and you know, shawls and, you know, flowing things or, you know, some diet, some days it's about, you know, ripped skinny jeans and fucking winged eyeliner out to my fucking earlobes and, and, you know, leather jackets. So do what makes you feel the most like you and channel you, which, uh, uh, another great book on glamour magic called, uh, literally just glamour magic and it's by deborah castellano i'm gonna put a link in the notes for this to the book because i read it and i think it's a really she really talks about using glamour magic to accomplish your not just like to get a date or to score you know you know to perform really well at work or anything like that but whatever it is that's your like true goal and like what your true magic is you know and how to use that glamour magic to sort of work into that so for me it would definitely be about the podcast you know and how do i use glamour magic to sort of influence and push that so whatever it is that's your great work you know um so that's really fabulous um vela moore is another great one who writes some great things about glamour magic i've put a link for her as well and then i think i saw recently um something we didn't touch on uh which i don't know if we want to touch on it now or not like, did we want to talk about the honey jars and stuff like that? Because the honey jar we've covered, it's yeah. like, you know, taking something from that person or writing their name down. It's as mm-hmm. simple as putting it in a jar, yeah. covering it in honey, sugar, molasses, anything sweet. Mm-hmm. That you idea. You can use flowers and things, too, if you wanted right. to. Whatever like honeysuckle, is, but, yeah. like we talked about. So you can um, put that on your altar, put it near your bed, and just shake it. And it's like the idea is to sweeten that person to you. It doesn't even have to be affectionate. 
it can be a family member maybe you're quarreling with or a boss, uh, a boss or a coworker. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do the same the, thing. Your landlord. Right. Yeah. And it's just kind of like a good idea. And then, you know, you shake it and it gives it a little charge or something mm-hmm. and you can leave it there indefinitely. Yeah. Because I've done that with bosses Shit, you and things. Can, again, if we're talking about self-love and stuff like that, you can do it to yourself too. Yeah. Pour honey all over yourself. Yeah. Fucking do it, man. Everything is so sticky. <laughs> you might want to take a shower after, you know, put some plastic down on the sheets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Put down a tarp. Yeah. Um, you know, just get, get wet and sticky with it. Yeah. Feel like the table at a Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> or when I used to work at Great Wolf Lodge. But, <laughs> but yeah, or, you know, buy yourself a special perfume or something and, you know, enchant it. Use it to anoint like a poppet of yourself or even to anoint a candle, depending on how expensive the perfume is. That's up to you. Right. Um, you know, draw sigils on the outside of the perfume bottle. You could even add, like, you could write down intent if you can open the perfume bottle. Some don't open. And, like, I mean, I wouldn't put anything that's going to alter the scent. Yeah. But, like, a piece of paper. Or or garnet or something in there. Yeah, there's Those your... are both, uh, those should both be safe. Yeah. I mean, I think even, like, the, a tiniest little paper with intent could be dropped in there. Yeah. It wouldn't affect the scent. And then you've imbued that with, or charged it with that intent. Yeah. It's just like doing it with fucking water or gin whatever you want to do yeah um uh you could uh also program a mirror as well program a mirror yeah so this is one that i had uh written down too so you could do it your bedroom your bathroom the mirror that's hanging up by your door just for you know last looks before you walk out the door uh you could even do it to your car mirrors as well oh um because those objects are closer than they appear they are (laughs) Um, so just go ahead and do whatever kind of energetic cleansing you want to do. Uh, again, I would advise against ill collected white sage, but you could do, you know, smoke cleansing, you could do waters, you could do whatever it is that you want to do, even if it's just energetic visualization. Um, uh, if it's possible, you know, you can decorate with flowers, crystals, runes, sigils, whatever. I actually, for a long time, I had a dry erase marker. And I would actually write, like, intentions, sigils, and stuff like that on the mirror. So, with the dry erase marker, because then it can be, you know, erased and it's not a big deal. Whatever you want to do. So, if you want to, you know, feel like a bad bitch every time you walk out the door, you know, write a sigil, write a rune, you know, something that helps you channel that, whatever that correspondence is for you. And sort of channel that intention into the mirror. And, you know, you could even wear you know some lipstick or something and like seal it with a kiss on the mirror and that could be your sigil yeah that's a good idea yeah um so that's a really great thing to change like how you're perceiving yourself and sort of help change some of those perspectives and things like that um you can write i actually had a whole like mantra that was written on my mirror there for a while so, like, whatever it is that helps you. I like you. that idea. Yeah. Um, and, of course, dry erase markers come in just about every color you can think of now. Oh, so yeah. So you can use some color magic on that, too. Yeah, make it real pretty. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want, bitch. But, yeah, like, there's so many creative ways to be able to do this. And I've got several different rituals and stuff uh, in the notes, too. So uh, if you guys are Patreon members, you can definitely look at some of the things that I was looking at, too. I think I want to round this out by kind of talking about, you know, your body is an altar. Your body is an extension of yourself, of your craft. And I think when we 
think intentionally about the way that we are treating it, the way we are dressing it, the way that we are channeling that energy Mm -hmm. out of ourselves to be able to create the things that we want or banish the things that we don't want. That's a whole different kind of magic that I think should not be ignored. And I think uh, there's a lot of, I think it's sort of like, what's the word? Dismissed. Yeah. A a lot of times it's not being like true magic. And I mean, uh, the way it's perceived, especially like you watch movies and stuff like The Craft. Yeah. And they talk about, you know, changing the eye color as a glamour. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, that's not really something you can do no matter what the internet says because i've seen, I've right. seen several oh my god research, i have too doing research i've seen lots of people who claim that you can this and that and the other and it's like you know and we're not even saying like you need to change anything like it's just that perception and the intent yeah. and how you feel yeah if you don't feel like a bad bitch wearing like all black and the leather jacket and boots like mm-hmm. then it's not gonna work for you yeah and it's not fake magic you're not creating something that isn't there right. you're amplifying what is there so that it's more noticeable yeah yeah and influencing it Mm -hmm. but usually like i said it's going to flow if it's there yeah so i think it's dress your altar however the fuck you want but be mindful about how you're dressing your altar and and how that affects the energy that you're putting out right so i think i think that kind of rounds it out yeah, well, okay, there are extensive notes. And then you can <laughs> five pages worth. <laughs> right. And you'll get those on Patreon. Yeah. Um, uh, like we did with the Demon Dog episode. So mm-hmm. if you guys are liking this, let us know. because um, you can message us on Patreon. We check those. Absolutely. And um let us know like if you like that addition to the benefits. because um, like, you know, some stuff we don't cover or you want to re- you want to go back and you can always listen to us again. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go back and look for it, like this is a good way to, to do it, I think. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we have an Instagram. Yeah. You can follow us there. Um, at you- CurseCast. Yes. And then you can email us at CurseCast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause we want stories. If you have spells that you like to do, glamor magic, mm-hmm. love magic, like, let us know, give us ideas, something that you liked or something that you've tried mm-hmm. or know about, like, cause we like hearing from you guys. Uh, and then, um, what was the other thing that we had to plug? I mean, Patreon, we kind of already talked about, uh, but I mean, go to our Patreon. If you want these notes, if you yeah. want bonus, um, if you want to hear about genital cookies and, um, <laughs> if you want a personalized tarot reading every month. Yeah. Fucking bad. So you can go there, you can get shout outs, you can do all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I think this is a good way to do your Valentine's Day. (laughs) Give you some good ideas, some tips. Hell yeah. Well, until next time, with probably a cryptid. A love cryptid. A sexy cryptid. Oh, fuck yeah. Talk about succubus. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. Saint Valentine's Day Massacre Day. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to do, chocolate the day after is half off chocolate day. Oh, best holiday. Dark chocolate, please. Treat yourself to don't, all the dark chocolate. Don't send any one of us milk chocolate. No, especially not Cadbury. <laughs> not Cadbury. Um, but all three of us will eat dark chocolate. Oh, fuck yeah. And I really want to try ruby chocolate. Ruby chocolate, yes. Send us that. Yeah. All right. We'll, uh, we'll await <laughs> our flowers and stuffed bears. <laughs> Oh, you could do a stuffed animal. Teddy bear is a poppet. You totally could. But it's another 
episode. No. <laughs> okay. We'll do an episode on poppets. Oh, fuck. Yes. <laughs> That'll be so much fun. That would be really fun. And we'll make poppets of ourselves, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Okay. It's we'll a see. thought. It's a thought. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was going to say some stupid shit like, oh, so if you really want to go fuck yourself, <laughs> then you'll have a poppet to do that with. I mean, all the gym shows and stuff where I've been to where they have the giant, like, rose quartz phalluses and stuff like that. Like, self-love on steroids, man. Yeah, you can get yourself a little <laughs> uh, crystal massage one. Yeah. It's um, a crystal dildo. Yeah. Or Just... you can make your poppet into a finger puppet. <laughs> <laughs> or like the hand puppets oh, like no. just get up in there i mean love yourself if you're gonna use it multiple times don't sterilize it that's all i gotta don't say. sterilize it sterilize it oh yeah cleanse it like <laughs> cleanse it in the moonlight but also with like lysol <laughs> put it in the dishwasher with yeah. the rest of your toys <laughs> all right goodbye goodbye oh my god Cursed is a bi-weekly podcast produced by Bones McWilliams and Cricket Word. Editing by Bones McWilliams. The theme for Cursed is Voice of the Trees by Sun and Moon Dance. Check them out on Spotify, YouTube, or at sunandmoondance.bandcamp.com. Follow Cursed on Instagram, Twitter, and become a patron at patreon.com slash cursedcast. Um, I need a Labradorite one. (laughs) (laughs) That would not be good. Labradorite and water do not mix. Mm -mm, No. Don't do it. Well, just don't wash it. No. (laughs) Cleanse it with smoke. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. Okay. Well, this will go after the episode.